You are listening to the Sons of Asaph, a worship podcast. What is up, everybody? This is Adam Richardson. Hey, it's Sean Patrick, and this is different. I know. This is different. Probably even like the voice quality. Yeah. It's it's richer. It's it's <laughs> it's weird that you're looking me right in the eyes <laughs> when you're saying that. No, we we uh, instead of recording on Zoom or over over a voice call, Adam and I are in a holy cow, we're in a studio. We could hold hands if we wanted to. But we will not. <laughs> Because Why? I because I have a thing called personal boundaries. Next next week, <laughs> next time we record, I'm going to be chairs right next to each other, so our armrests touch. So we're forced to have oh touching my arms. Gosh. Okay, well it we, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, and we're glad to be back. Uh, what what Adam? What were you calling this uh, this episode? The relaunch, uh, launch, relaunch, launch with launching the... talk over launch, having <laughs> launch about launch. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're ready to. I feel like that's a lot of launch. Yeah, I can't eat that much. I I mean, I like food. I do too. I mean, my body is proof, but uh, <laughs> it's still something that. Uh... <laughs> right? No, Sean? It's, I I think, I, and it's 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 been more than more than time. But Adam and and I have spent some time, um, one being very busy with with very various life changes and things that have yeah. happened. But, um, you know, more responsibilities have been piled on, on shoulders and, uh, life, life is, life has happened in major ways. You were still in the midst of a pandemic, but life moves on, you know, like it's, it's a thing like we're, who can, I mean, get COVID, don't get COVID. You do you. Um, but it's, it's been, I just had that the other week, like a few weeks ago. It was, just, it was, he just was signed neat. up. He stood in line and, and got Yeah. Some. You know, honestly, it was not that difficult. Like, there was somebody there just licking faces, and mm. it was nice. I was just like, me next. <laughs> Who wants COVID? <laughs> Who wants... I got other stuff, too. <laughs> <laughs> just sign up. It'd just be a smorgasbord. Um, no, but we've... Uh, we, we realized that this this tool... One, we miss it. We miss... Uh, you know, we, we have still talked uh, off mic uh, plenty, because... Uh, not enough. I, it's right. We like with busyness, but we've we've talked off mic. But we've we've realized that uh, the podcast uh, is important. But we we wanted to make sure that we uh, had an opportunity to expand what what it was that we did. We wanted to take it off of us individually and and bring it more to you, the worship leader or the worship team member or the church congregant who just unbelievably is so excited about worship and what, what goes on in that. But we want to provide encouragement. We want to be a group, uh, a group that can speak to the, the widest audience possible within the worship community. And I feel like, and Adam, maybe you can speak to this, but I feel like the worship community is one of those that uh, seems to be really hurting right now. And there needs to be more and more encouragement uh, toward that because churches need that like across the board like it's one of the first things that a church planter is going to ask well, what are we going to do for worship and how does this work you know um i i i just got uh done with a weekend of fun and i got a chance to talk with some different leaders from different churches all around uh utah and idaho and um probably i mean like just getting to 
you know, me speaking up about me being a worship leader and, and the things that I, I'm involved in just kind of started raising some questions in them. They came up and they're asking about, hey, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to be involved here. And <clears throat> a lot of it was like, how do we survive? Like, yeah. What do we do if we yeah. don't have, you know, so-and-so or my, my husband has, you know, or my wife, they're like, they, they can sing, they can play an instrument, but they're not confident enough. And so they, they want to do this. And so everybody has these concerns. And, but, but the thing that I, that, that I see that's most common is what we've spoken about in the past. And that's that we are in a desert and yeah. it is, it is dry. It is very, very challenging to have depth in a team at all. Yeah. And I, even at like even if you go back and you look at look at the church environment, it's not so much that they don't exist; it's that it's it's even hard to draw them out of a congregation. Mm-hmm. You you have these individuals that you know for one reason or another they are not active in serving in what God's been gifting them in, and um, and for for different reasons. I mean, there's there's a, a million different reasons why, but. But but it's really hard when when you're on the side of going like man, I don't know what else I can do. I I can ask, I can announce, I can try to be convicting. I whatever it is like, um, it's still always the struggle of trying yeah. to draw and draw these people out and and inspire them to 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 find to take that worship leadership yeah. to another level. There's so many there's so many places within church ministry that um, like if there is a children's pastor who is listening right now, they're like, preach it. Like they're trying to find volunteers Amen, for, for, you know, those classes just for people to spend time with kids. I think that we, you know, I, I do not want to compare worship ministry to children's ministry no. because children's pastors, children's ministers are my freaking heroes. <laughs> uh, like the fact, like what they, what they do, like, I'm so glad that God called them to do that because he did not call me to do that. Like I'm very not called, uh, to be in children's ministry because I think I would yell a lot more than I do in worship ministry, but uh, <laughs> but I I think it's similar. We we spend a lot of time trying to find volunteers and they're intimidated for one reason or another. Um, you know, like I've I've been recently trying to to build up volunteers uh, in our sound booth, and in our sound booth it's got a lot of switches and dials and you know, screens and stuff all over the place. And to walk into that sound booth is intimidating. And so people just, they say no before they even give it a shot when they, when, before they see this thing is actually pretty easy and it can be a lot of fun, but they say no. And I think we, we have a lot of people in the worship area who would want to be involved. I had somebody who just said this to me the other day. They're like, it's weird. I I ran into them at a Costco. Um, like so somebody so you did one of those, like, Hey, how I haven't seen you serving. No, all, I, it was, you know? like, I had, it was I, nowhere on my radar. <laughs> like it was nowhere at all. Like I'm just walking through, like I'm grabbing, I was going to make uh hot wings, chicken wings, run into sample trays. And, like, yeah. This, yeah. This cheese I was delicious. hungry. By the way, I'm not interested in sound. <laughs> I was hungry. And it, it was, yeah. I'm just like, do you do sound? Do you do sound? Do you play keys? Do you play guitar? Do hey, you love Jesus? <laughs> Anyone love Jesus in here? No, I'm not doing that. Um, but I, it was somebody at our church and I just ran into them at Costco and I was like just saying hi and being nice. And we got close to ending the conversation. Even I'm walking away and, and she turns me around and she's like, she's like, Hey, I feel like there's, there's a reason that you and I uh, bumped into each other. I play piano and I've been so afraid to like actually like tell you that because I know that you would say, we'll come serve. And she's saying, 
I'm so I play piano, but I want you to help me like get over this like anxiety that I have yeah. about doing this. And I'm like, Oh, it's, it's a whole lot of fun. And worship leaders, there's so many, there's so many of you out there who are scratching together volunteers and trying to put stuff together Sunday after Sunday. And it feels like the week is three seconds long and Sunday is an eternity. Um, and they keep coming over and over and over. And we want to work to encourage you. We want to hopefully provide some help. We want to hopefully provide some laughs. We want to like, let you know that we're, uh, well, I don't, I think you already know this at this point, but that we're just two idiots sitting in a room that love (laughs) Jesus and want to want to talk about worship want to help you. We have some experience uh, doing this thing. Very little. And we've we've stepped into some potholes and we want to help you avoid them. We, we've uh, had some successes and we want to have help you have those as well in your context. Yeah. But the biggest thing above all of this, it's not about us as the worship leader at all. It's about Jesus. And we're we're crazy about Jesus. We're crazy about his worship. Um, it's honestly what we were created to do. And if you if you hate worship now, heaven's going to be a real bummer for you. And so we want we want we want you to be really excited about this now because you know, yeah, here it is. Heaven's going to suck if you don't like worship Uh, because yeah, that's that's pretty much what we do, Uh, and we're going to love every second of it. So we want to we want to encourage you as much as possible. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of back off of our individual experience. We'll still talk a little bit about it. I mean, we Um, we we are still people, so we're gonna. We draw from our own experiences, but we're not going to kind of approach it in the same way of going like, hey, Sean, how was your Sunday? So it's not just every week uh, we, we're addressing those yeah. current experiences. I think I, I think our goal is to, to speak a little bit differently. But but I, we're going to kind of unpack some of the, the new topical changes as we discuss the relaunch. Um, but one of the things that we've changed in our uh, kind of how we are doing the podcast is... Talking about, we're, we're going to start with a devotion instead of, uh, instead of uh, like, you know, our, our, our how you doing sorts of things. Like, we'll still check in and say, you know, what's up? What's up? How you doing? You know, uh, because I still have what is up. At, this is Adam. Mm-hmm. And so I still, mm-hmm. I mean, I have to rep. Um, Despite the many, many <laughs> podcast examples of right. that needing to go. The aggressive he, criticism. He, he's he's still, he's still stayed. It's all right. It's a lot harder to keep a straight face in the same room when he's saying that, but it's, <laughs> it's okay. But so, yeah, we, we said you wanted to start, we wanted to start with yeah, a devotion. So we're going to, we're going to shoot out with with a devotion. And so each week, uh, each time we record, you know, we're, we're going to start with that. Um, that way, you know, what, what we're doing is starting in God's word and yeah. that way, you know, it's, it's going to be hopefully geared. We're, we're going to have a worship leader perspective and, you know, we're two bearded, uh, bearded dudes that, uh, you know, make bad dad jokes and, uh, <laughs> and, and so you're going to have our, make our, no apologies for dad our jokes. potential, uh, potential misinterpretation of things and please feel free to criticize us and troll us on on online if you wish it is uh, it is a conversation and we can be wrong in the conversation (laughs) and that is okay but if if i'm seeking to be wrong now that's a problem so hey we want to we want to start uh our devotion um in psalm 139 uh i'm going to read in the esv it says this oh lord you have searched me and know me Uh, You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. 
Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit, or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you, the night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. Uh, and then this, this passage is known really well uh, in 13. For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's, mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. You saw, your eyes saw my unformed substance, and your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I would count them, they are more than the sand. I awake, and I am still with you. And, <laughs> okay, this part cracks me up because, mm-hmm. like, it's so just very poetic. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the feel here, but here it is. Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God! O men of blood, depart from me. They speak against you with malicious intent. Your enemies take your name in vain. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with complete hatred. I count them my enemies. And then we just had our moment, and we're coming back. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. I don't know that that was the most theological breakdown of that that passage of Scripture. (laughs) But uh, here's, here's what stands out. Um, David is bipolar. So, David, <laughs> we we all feel that way. There's there's yes. moments. So if you worship leader have had your bipolar moment, know that just read Psalm 139. No, yeah, it's reassuring um, that uh, David is also with you. <laughs> there it is. Our lives are built about are built in and around worship. We're, we are built to worship. That's what God has created us for to be in relationship with Him. And this this passage reminds me of how well. Like so many of us want to be known, right? Like we, like so many of us want to. Like we search out relationships because we want someone to know us. We want to know and be known, and that that's what this passage talks about so much. That God has searched us. That He knows us. That we 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 aren't alone because He's with us. Um, like this, the it, the the passage where where was it? It's in. You hem me in. It's right at the beginning. Uh, verse 5, you hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high and I cannot attain it. We we spend so much time trying to gain approval. Um, how many worship leaders do you know that like, like after they come off stage, they've missed the point about worship because they've worried about, is it okay? Did I do okay? Was Did I look okay? Did it sound okay? Yeah. You know, like those kind of things. And we look for we look for people's approval. We look to be known in the job that we do. But God, God's bigger than that. Like worship is about God. But God, he's like, I know you. And I'm, I'm with you. And I'm for you. And I feel like, especially in Utah, where, where, our, where our context is, there's so many worship leaders who start Sunday and they feel alone. They're trying to gain approval of a senior pastor or a congregation or a person or themselves. Like they may even be just trying to like convince themselves that they're in the right place. 
And we, we spend a lot of our time trying to convince ourselves of something that has already been obtained because God loves us. God is, God is for us. He, he knows us and you are known. And so, and no matter where you, you feel like you can go, you can't run from God. Ask Jonah. He ended up in a fish because of it. Um, <laughs> but we, we, we feel like we're alone, but we're not. Like in verse 7, where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I go to heaven, you're there. If I go to hell, you're there. If I take the wings of the morning and I, I try to go to the farthest distance of the earth, you're there. Um, and then the, the, the bit too that uh, we, we try to hide our, our, our mess in the dark. And that's like, God's like, nope, I see it. And I've got you. And I'm yeah. walking with you. What we want to encourage you with worship leaders uh, today is that you are known and you are loved. And uh, this, this one, this one hits home a lot for me, but you're enough. Yeah. God, God made you to be enough and you don't need the approval of anybody else. God is the one who's put you in the position that you find yourself in leading on Sundays. So do it to your utmost for his utmost. And you, you, you can do that. I think I, a point to, to make about the part that you sounded like a pirate. Um, <laughs> is oh, like, that you would are, slay the, are you? Yeah. <laughs> that you would slay the wicked, oh God. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> is, we, we all have our moments. It's all right. <laughs> I, I, I guess I want to say that uh, maybe this is... This is I, I find myself in sometimes these moments where somebody, I, I've seen them get hurt or I've seen them experience something negative in a church environment. And, um, and, and oftentimes like there is so much like fire inside that, you know, I, I feel like there's, there's a burden to, to, to quarrel with the enemy as a worship leader. I've always yeah. learned that, yeah. you know, and it's, it's, it's in our title is worship is better at 11. You know, when you turn the volume up to 11, <laughs> why, you know, like uh, not just because of spinal tap, great movie, but, um, but because of the fact that, you know, when you're talking about worship against spiritual warfare, it is lobbing artillery towards the enemy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's why, Hey, if, 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 if life sucks, if it's, if it's terrible, if it's hard and you got bad guys around you, turn it up, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the enemy has no place there. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that that's really kind of, you know, there's this compassion that you have or empathy for others who are struggling at the same time. Yeah. And you go like, man, let me bring my guitar, my amp. I got a, I got a half stack. We'll, we'll crank that baby. <laughs> and the enemy has no chance, you know? All, and, all, all I just pictured was the beginning of back to the future. Uh, <laughs> when, when Marty turns on that amp, that's the everything starts smoking. <laughs> it starts smoking. And then he plays one chord and gets launched backwards. <laughs> but instead of Marty or the guitar player being launched backwards, it's Satan just getting, you know, yeah. destroyed out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, damn, oh, he's gone. You know? <laughs> I, I think that that's a that's a small picture of even though it's it's a very big shift from like that. Lord, you love me. You hold me together. You're yeah. always there to kill the enemies, and then you're back again. Well, and, and, and you think know? about it in context too. Of like any time that you've led worship, uh, like your mind goes to it can be in different places, right? Yeah. Like you you're playing chords uh, on a guitar you're worried about hey is the band going to make get to this bridge next or like the the next bit oh hey there's that person i feel like i i, I remember i have to talk with them afterwards because yeah. we need to get coffee oh um uh you know like what's what's happening over here you and got then, an argument with you your get, spouse and you get you know? yeah you get so you can be so distracted and in so many different places all at once but then you like you might remember what happens 
what's been happening in the world all around you that week that has brought you discouragement and you can see that somebody in the room is dealing with that whatever known discouragement that they have, but you can see that they're not engaged uh, and they're missing kind of this moment that we get to have uh, on Sunday as the collected body yeah. worshiping and you get frustrated. And so like, and you can, it can send you to this pl- a place like that. And then, then you're wanting to slay the wicked, you know, <laughs> like you're, you're, and you're not pointing at that person saying that person's wicked, but the moments that have discouraged that have brought somebody out of the knowledge that God is for them, that he, that they're known by him and that that brings us into this moment of worship. And then I love how David at the end of that collects himself Yeah, and, he, and he's like, Hey, check my heart, check yep. my attitude, check my, check my position here. God, know me like, like continue to know me. And if there's something that you see in this, that I, what I'm trying to hide in the darkness that like you, that you, that is like daylight to you, let me know, like show me so that I can walk in your ways. That's, that's amazing. And it, it helps me. It encourages me as a, as a worship leader, as a pastor, but oh, it'll be more than that. Just as a believer, as a son of son of the King, uh, who fails so many times where I feel like I'm not worthy. And you you see these, 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 this piece here where it's like, yeah, I know it's all right. Come on, here we go. You know, over the last year, or so they've they've had a lot of different things come out recently that uh, have just kind of pulled the pulled the curtain back on major church organizations yeah. and you know I think Hollywood can glamorize some really dark things about it and also um, isolate those things to be the you know the the hood ornament of the entire organization yeah and I don't think that that's that's the entire organization, but it is absolutely important for that to be in the spotlight yeah. to be addressed. And I think that well, it makes us feel uh, way know, better when we kick somebody who's down. Yeah, right? it makes it makes us feel <laughs> it makes us feel way better about ourselves. And I and I and I I think that you know to be accountable and held accountable for those things absolutely. is absolutely important. Yes. Um, and so you know, in in none of what I what I say right here, am I am I validating uh, a defensive stance from from any of this? It's not excusable. And so, you know, taking ownership is really, really important. Yep. However, um, what I what I want to say is some of those things can make you uh, redefine how you feel about your relationship with God, yep. your own theology. Your, you know, some people go to the to the extent of deconstructing their faith in a certain way, whether that just be you know defining new terms for you and God and that relationship to others who have absolutely nothing to do with it anymore, and. Um, the, uh, the, that, that I feel like is the, an enemy that when I have that, that zeal about this, that I will go fight a bear, um, <laughs> and because, because I feel like it's that, it's that important is, yeah. is to go like, man, the enemy is working hard to, to dismantle some really great things. And, and you know, don't get me wrong. Like, uh, like I said, they need to be accountable for those things, but it doesn't define the entire organization. And like, you know, say, for example, I, I don't want to necessarily name names, but if I say a, a song title, you're going to know exactly who I'm talking about. And so, um, you know, let, let's say The Stand or From the Inside Out. They're yep. great songs that they're like, oh, man, I really love those songs. And you're like, it's too bad that this whole church is just a giant bowl of rotten apples. And you're like, no, it's not. Right. It's, it's full of people who love Jesus. Right. And there's a few people who are, aren't, aren't very good apples, 
And, you know, we hope and we pray that they walk in repentance yeah. in that process. And it's not, you know, and here's, here's the point of that too, Adam, not everybody starts out to be a rotten apple, right? Like it takes steps. It takes, you know, it takes trying to hide one little thing and then, Oh, I got away with that. And so yep. now I, I can take another step and hide this one little thing. And pretty soon you and have the enemy loves that. It, yeah, it enables that. He yeah. says, I oh, keep going. You like, can push this now. Like, I don't think that any of these, like the, you know, the organization that you're, they're speaking of that's prominently featured on a, uh, a, do- a documentary that a lot of people <laughs> have watched. Uh, I don't think that when, when they started that church, that they set out to be like, Hey, we want to seek to, I mean, whatever they're accused of, uh, and whatever, whatever's there, I haven't seen this documentary. So I, I don't feel like very qualified to speak to it other than at this, 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 like very, very high level, high, high view, the 30,000 foot view. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you don't start that. You don't start with the massive abuse all at once. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's small little things. And if you have somebody that's with you calling you out on the small thing, the big thing doesn't happen. And that's where the failure is. That's where the failure started. And it became worse and worse. And it becomes something that you work to cover up because now families and, and, and finances and uh, reputations and all sorts of things come on, come, on, come on board. And we start to think of ourselves. We put ourselves in this position uh, rather than really focusing on who God, is, who God has called us to be. And who God says that we are. And so it's, it is that thing. Like it's, it never starts out to be, but it can turn into that really quick if we're not careful. I think this speaks to the verse um, that uh, we, we were talking about before we started recording of verse 11. And it says, if I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me be night. Um, you know, I, I think in these situations, it's a gradual or a slow boil. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're boiling a frog. Um, and you know, but, but then it reassures in verse 12, it says, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as day for darkness is as light with you. And, and that just speaks to the fact that there's, there's truth in this and truth will, you know, like I, I, you know, it sounds cheesy, but truth will prevail. Yeah. And, um, I, I think, you know, not, not to dwell on the subject, you know, any further than this, but, you know, we, this this seems to be kind of a trend to go after these freckles of of situations and 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 the bad things in church organizations and over the past few years we've seen some of these churches really you know be be a motivating factor behind uh people's you know con- current relationship with with god yeah um you know we were talking about uh how you know in the past i think both of you have, both both of us have listened to um the uh, the Mars Hill stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and even that, I mean, like, there's some pretty extreme edges to that and and some other things where, like, I, I've been down to, you know, to to, to visit the, the new location of where Mark Driscoll's at. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, there's some things that feel funny, but all in all, there are people who are meeting Jesus and getting baptized sure. every single Sunday sure. there. And so is I Jesus, want to celebrate is that. Jesus any more, you know, or is, is Jesus is any less real or some is the man. relationship any less real because the person who introduced you to Jesus is a sinner. Right. And, Absolutely. And that like that, that's hard to hear. Like that's really hard to hear. And that's really hard for me because, 
Um, I've been in scenarios within ministry and within the church where I easily could have walked away and have and been fine with it and like and been within my flesh to say, you know what, I got burned, and and because I got burned, I, I'm going to throw the baby out with the bathwater in this thing and be done. But that's it was a person that burned me. It was another sinful person that burned me. It yeah. was it was a situation that. I didn't communicate well in or that I was not communicated well with and all of those things. Like I can, I can stack up and be the victim or I can still love Jesus and know that. Yeah. Like in this life, there's going to be trials in this life. There's going to be struggles, but in that, like Jesus is still who he says he is when he says he is. It's a, it's a huge thing. Yeah. And I think, you know, we can we can probably go another mile and a half with this one uh, and probably just stay the whole podcast on this. But For sure. We do have to move. Um, so I, I think, you know, in, in reference of that, we were actually talking about this as well before. But uh, we're, we're going to bring back the burrito, uh, worship burrito, and uh, only because I, I love the worship burrito and I made a really cool nifty image about it. Um, but uh, he, he sold it hard at the beginning. And now it's just this dearly beloved piece of our podcast. (laughs) Really, honestly, it's like it's like the Entertainment Weekly portion of our of our of our podcast. The extremely late news. (laughs) Well, today is is not too late, but it's it's a latest release. We're okay, you know, most most reasonably nearby, Um, and that is the release of Emery's most recent album. Uh, If you guys don't know who Emery is, then we can't be friends. Um, I I. I normally I don't agree with Adam on most points, but I think I agree with him here. Uh, Emery, like, yeah, if you if if you haven't put Emery in your ears, uh, that needs to happen. Yeah, you're missing out on on some soothing wailing from the background. It's uh, you jazzy. Know, it's <laughs> jazz hand wailing. <laughs> no, there. I mean, if you're looking for some just well 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 put together, amazing song craft. Uh, and just if you need some screaming in your life, Emery is Emery is where it needs to be. But uh, yeah, their new album is called "Rub Some Dirt on It." Uh, specifically, I point you to a couple of tracks. One of my favorites on that album is called "Concussion." Uh, they hit every bit of music nerdery that's in that's in me. They have a halftime breakdown at toward the end of the song that just I turn that song up so loud when I when I hear it. Uh, but these are guys that uh, well, actually one of the guys in the band was. Uh, part of Mark's Mark Driscoll's church, uh, was a worship leader, uh, for them. And the, the first track on the album, because he's walked through some of these things that, uh, that we were just talking about, uh, he, it, the song is called you stole God from me. Uh, and it's about him wrestling with some of the things that he's been through. Uh, and it's, I, I, I personally really appreciate when, uh, songwriters put personal experience in and they actually are wrestling with what they're dealing with. I've heard a lot, like even Kenzeru yeah, um, yeah. came from that and he did. Uh, you know, s- some of his albums, the last few releases of his albums have been really touching bases on that because I mean, he, he pretty much walked away from thrice for, for that season uh, and, and devoted his time to that ministry. Yeah. And, and you can hear it in, in his, in, in the lyrics of the songs. Yep. Some of those things that like, it hurts. Yeah. You can, you know, and that, that goes to what, what we're saying about earlier about this, like, man, I am with you. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to turn it up to 11 with you and, yep. and fight these guys because, yep. 
you know, not I, I don't want you to wrestle with God and leave God because of some sinful person. You know, that that, that we're talking about two different entities right. here and the enemy is working that to, to blame God yep. for that. And um but 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 Emery has a fantastic album and um I you know Sean showed me this earlier today, and I'm excited. I haven't even listened to it. I've listened to some portions of other songs, and uh, I'm excited for later this afternoon because I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have this thing on repeat in my head. I'm, so I, I'm headed to a meeting after we get done recording, and this will be on 11 as I'm driving. <laughs> it, it's going to be fantastic. You so, get to the other meeting, you're like, sorry about the background noise, but it's a must. I, or I'll just be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Take your earbuds out, Sean. I, I can't I can't hear you. What? So no, it's 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 a great album. I've thoroughly enjoyed it, and it's one of those uh, to the boys in Emory. Hey, you guys did it! Like top to bottom, that is a that is a oh, that man. is a fantastic listen. So thanks for doing it, and keep going. And they're <laughs> kicking. They've been going forever. I was I like I, we were talking. I I went to an Emory concert. Well, not an Emory concert. I actually saw Emory at Warp Tour in like 2005. And so yeah, kids, that's that's how old I am. Um, 2005 went to Warp Tour, saw them, and we were talking. The, the singer that that we were, we we talked about, like he's not part of the band anymore. But I think uh, uh, maybe maybe they, I don't know. Oh, I'll have to look. Yeah, we'll, we'll have um, to see. But like, there's there's definitely these moments of like the screaming guy, the screaming guy. The if screaming you go and guy. listen to the music, there's there's this this in, intense screamer that that just like if you were to envision this person wailing into a microphone, it is. That and more yeah, yeah. on a stage. Yeah. So watching this you know, little quiet, tiny little, you know, brown haired guy with emo hair, you know, covering his eye, one of his eyes. It was super you long know? when I met him. He, he and, kept growing it. <laughs> and, and he's playing a little tiny like uh, keyboard. Uh, and yep. he's just sitting there Ableton all day long, just doing stuff in the background, playing tracks. And then all of a sudden he leaves his keyboard, turns back behind him. There's a microphone facing the back wall. And this dude just flips out in yep. front of the microphone. And you're just like, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of showmanship and I, I, I like the stage presence of what you can do. But this guy, like one of the one of the rules is you don't turn your back, you don't show your back to the to the crowd. You're always engaging forward. Yep. This dude, it didn't matter. Like this yep. dude was just went crazy on a mic, and it was some of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yep. And so, and I know you you've seen you've oh, seen man. him do different things, and I'm getting pegged by I've, stuff. I've got I've, I've had to uh, I've had the opportunity to meet these guys in the band um, because not well mainly because I'm cool. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, no. But we, no, I had the opportunity. Shocked. But what I, what was cool about them is, uh, even the dude who screams, who's like so intense when he's on stage, is the most soft spoken, like awesome dude to like, like to, nice to, to talk you. with. Yeah, like it was so quiet. It was like, hey guys, that's nice to meet. I'm like, no way, that's your voice. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's just a thing. But they're 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 stand up dudes. Go download their album, Spotify, iTunes, buy it. You know, down, get the vinyl. Who cares? Listen to this music. It's gonna be. Uh, you'll you'll enjoy it. Uh, if you if you are into I don't even like rock if you're it's, into rock like emo hardcore rock. yeah emo yeah it's fun it's it's yeah. a good stuff so go go listen enjoy uh, and then we'll talk or about the post, rap we'll talk about the raps later post hardcore <laughs> post emo um, all right well hey like uh, now we can actually talk about what we were going to talk about with uh, launch relaunch over launch launch um, launch um, so I I wanted to start this like dun 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 Dun, 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 dun. Guess who's back? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Back again. Uh, nope. Sean and Adam's back. No. 
Tell your friends. <sighs> I can't believe it. we did Guess not. Guess who's back? This was not talked before we back. hit record. Guess who's Stop back? It. Guess who's back? Girls. I'm walking uh. out of the room right now. <laughs> you can never leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're locked in. You don't know. This is your first time in the studio. Um, <laughs> no, we want. Anyway, to, hey, we're on, back. Go for, go for it. Yeah, he's Adam. Adam had his moment. <laughs> that's all that's yeah, all i, that's I i'm done actually right. i don't as i don't have we, anything else to, to add i'm trying to keep this moving forward as we <laughs> relaunch uh the sons of asaph worship podcast uh we we want to remind you like the, the the original heart of why it was that we we started doing this was adam and i would get together and talk all things worship but as we were hanging out and we would have many a coffee appointment that stretched was supposed to be an hour long into like three hours. We're going to make them super efficient. Yeah. And then we actually don't talk anything about the podcast right. at all. So. And so like we, we would hang out, but we, um, Adam got, I, I got plugged in with a group called Worship Catalyst. Um, this was back in 2016, I think. Um, and Worship Catalyst, uh, if you want to look them up, worshipcatalyst.com. Uh, they're also on Instagram. You can see their, their founder a lot. His name's Austin Ryan. Um, we, I got plugged in with this group. Their heart is to serve church plants uh, in the area of worship, worship mentorship, uh, and in, on some level, like helping church plants get off the ground. Because a lot of tr- plants, as they get started, have a lot of help toward the senior pastor end, the financial end of things. And then they send, a, say, they send out a planter and they say, okay, go figure it out. And one of the big things to figure out in a church is worship. And there's not, yes. a, there's not a lot of help. Uh, in that area, Austin was working in uh, Arizona and, and saw that and started helping churches uh, and not charging them uh, to do this. Like he he raises his, his support. You know, you can actually go onto Amazon.com, like the smile.amazon, whatever. When you buy products, you can actually support Worship Catalyst uh, through oh, buying cool. buying stuff through Amazon. But uh, he's raising his own support to do this thing. And he is networked. If one thing I know Austin's amazing at is networking, uh, and he has networked with people all over the nation uh, to be what he calls connectors, or what Worship Catalyst calls connectors, in kind of key cities that are that are planting churches. Uh, so we're all over the nation, and uh, our heart's desire is to help churches and church plants with worship. This is not the worship leader black book. This is not call me because I don't have a worship leader this week. <laughs> rent a worship this, leader. This is, and sometimes it can be call like, one eight, we can, eight, eight, we can help leader. out. Like there's sometimes if there's, if that's a possibility, we can, we can spot, uh, spot you a bass player, spot you some, a drummer, or if we have that networking available in the city, but mainly what this is, is to encourage the church planter and whoever he's lined out, he or she has lined out to, um, to do worship in the church. And so maybe this guy is like, he, they have no idea what a soundboard is or how it hooks up and how to do that. One of the things cattle worship cattles can do is come and, you know, provide a training for you and your team. Here's how you, here's how you hook this up. Here's how this works and like provide that training and make that happen. One of the things that we can do is uh, sit with your worship leader and spend some time with them to encourage them uh, with, you know, with several bits of material and like those kind of things. But the heart of that just hits me, hits so close to home because uh, you just, what I feel like God has called me to be uh, is both a player and a coach. Uh, I can, I can still, I can still lead worship, but where I feel like God is moving me more into is like, uh, this is going to sound like I'm huge. I have a huge head, but like the Peyton Manning role where I can still play, but like I also have some some 
things that I can coach you with. And like, I want to encourage you to do that. I'm 43 years old right now and I've been leading worship for, wow, you're like, old. I know I got gray in my beard like crazy. Um, <laughs> But uh, I've been leading worship for almost 15 years. I've been a pastor for 22 years. Um, I'm a highly emotional person, uh, and I've learned a lot of things. Fragile, that, too, yes. Yes, fragile, fragile. Stop it, that hurts. Um, but <laughs> I, but this, this hits at home because there's so many worship leaders who are getting started and church planters who try to get started, and six months later... They're so burned out and done because they haven't had somebody walking with them. And that's, yeah. that's all we want to do. And we want to, we want to work, we want to walk worship catalyst. We want to walk with church planters, but we, as the sons of Asaph, we want to walk with you. We want to encourage you. We want to uh, let you know that we've probably been where you currently find yourself. And if not, we're going to head, we're probably going to be there real quick. Uh, we've, we've experienced a whole lot in our time as worship leaders but we want to encourage you. We want to give you uh, some tools and uh, some just general general direction things where you can take this back to your team uh, and go, "Hey, did you listen to those two idiots on <laughs> on the podcast? <laughs> they've got they've got something good." Or you can clean up like, what we've done to make it sound so much smarter. And we encourage you to do that. <laughs> You're like, uh, "Hey, like, just skip the first you know 45 minutes." <laughs> Our goal with the devotion is that it's actually valuable. Yeah. So instead of just banter, but there's yeah. probably going to still be banter at the very beginning of this because we, we can't literally avoid it. read the it's... Bible in a pirate voice today. <laughs> so I mean, it, it's there. However, and like I think, I, I think God's just smiling on that. He's like, that's awesome. Um, and if somebody, so like lightning, it is cloudy outside. That's scary. That's uh, a, anyway, oh. <laughs> but no, that's 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 the relaunch. Um, that's yeah. That's that's what we feel. Uh, when we started this podcast, what we wanted it to be, we kind of we kind of got distracted in our own uh, our own context, our own silos for a minute. We had some things that that dealt with the larger, uh, the bigger C church, um, but we we and we'll still talk about those things uh, from time to time. But we want we want you wherever you're at, whether in Utah or anywhere else, uh, to feel encouraged uh, as a worship leader and to know that you're not alone because. Uh, you serve an amazing God who is worth worth the worship that you are working so hard to to pour out and to lead His people in. Uh, he's worth that. But also, if you never played another song in front of an audience again, the worship that you that you give to Him through the living of your life that matters too. That matters more. And so yeah. uh, we want you. We want to encourage you. We want you to feel like you're and, and to know that you're not alone. You know, I, I, I wrote down just kind of a shift of our position. Um, you know, we, we still have our personal lives and, and things that go on in our own life that uh, kind of dictate, you know, what, what, we, what we share about and our experiences. Um, and, you know, I, I think we're, we're going to continue drawing from those things, but it's not going to be our, our starting point. Mm -hmm. uh, our starting point is going to go, hey, why... You know, how do I speak to the guy, you know, in the back row at a mega church? Yeah. Uh, you know, how do I speak to the the guy who's been a solo instrument for years and doesn't feel like there's another option? Right. Um, and, you know, how, how can I speak to both of those and not just say like, not just qualify myself because I've been there, Yeah. but, but to say like, I, it's, it's not about because I've been there. It's like, man, no matter what, I'm standing there with you. Yep. And, 
Um, and hopefully from this, we can, we can provide resources, we can provide our input, and hopefully there's some nuggets of wisdom in our chaos. Yeah. And um, I, I think you know, going forward, that, that 30,000 foot view of this isn't going to be, you know, our, our heart from the very beginning was, was to really kind of get to the nitty gritty of these, these topics. Right. We, we noticed that in other podcasts that we, we checked out and listened to that it's, you know, talking about the glitz and glamour of things or the, or the overly technical parts of things. But you're like, man, like, dude, I just need to talk about the mud. Yeah. I need to talk about the dirt. I need to talk about the scraped knuckles. And I need to talk about the the tears that are hard and the tears of joy. Yeah. Um, and 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 in all of those things and that the happy moments and you know, the spirit field opportunities that that we crave. We're almost, you know, fixed on that. That mm-hmm. that's that's something that we really, really want to pursue. Um and and all along, making sure that our hearts are checked in the process of that, yep. um, you know that that isn't something that's just me in a personal perspective or me at my church. It is everyone. That right. is the heart of a worship leader. That is a son of Asaph, and you know sons being neutered, females too. So, um, <laughs> I'm glad you I'm glad you finished that. Of, Thanks for of clarifying. Asaph. Yeah, that is a son of uh, Asaph. Yeah. <laughs> Real sons of Asaphs. <laughs> and just like that, the serious moment is over. Um, and that's, that, that's the beauty of what it is that we, that we get to do here. So um, I think that, yeah, so we, we, we want to encourage you further. If you've been listening to us or if this is the first time that you've tuned in, hopefully you've stayed this long. Uh, or like, you know, it, or at least we've provided some level of entertainment, but large, like far and away, we do. We want to let you know that we, even though we may not know you by name or by face, uh, we're praying for you and uh, and we're with you. And we would love for you to interact with us. Um, the way you can do that right now is on Facebook. Uh, we have a, a group, Sons of Asaph Worship Podcast. You can do that uh, do that search on Facebook. We would love just like if you hear something in the podcast that uh, that hits home. Like we we don't just need shiny happy comments. If you disagree with us, we want to know too. Uh, we want to we want to hear with that pirate voice was yeah, totally the, inappropriate. Sean's You're like, the well, worst. Sean's the worst. <laughs> um, and you can you can you can come on the, the 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 group and literally type that if that's what you want to type. Uh, I won't be that sad for that long, All but it'll be okay. approved. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we 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 want you to interact with us. We want to know how we can pray for you. We want to know how we can walk with you. And if there's, if you have an idea of something you'd like for us to cover on this, uh, on the podcast, yeah. um, we, like I said, we, we've got a, I feel like we do have a, a, a wealth of knowledge because of the time that we've spent into this thing. But if we, if we haven't found or haven't walked through one of the things that you, that you suggest, uh, we've got a lot of friends in the Valley too, that we would love to bring somebody into the studio and, and talk with who's been through this thing. I feel like we can, we can pull from a lot of resources. Um, and so we, we've got some, some things we want to encourage you as much as possible. I think we're going to have, we're going to have an expansion of context as well. So, sure. I mean, like, we'll, we're going to keep talking, uh, from, from where we are in, in Utah, um, and speak to the different communities that we have around us. But, you know, in, in the, in the efforts of, you know, mega church here is like 2000 people and, you know, mega churches elsewhere, they're like, that's, cute you know and so oh, so you guys are a startup that's <laughs> yeah exactly you guys oh. just launched okay cool yeah i'm like yeah yeah um but but 
but having those experiences and being able to go like, hey, man, we're going to have other people, other maybe even uh, other other coordinators from Catalyst uh, to be able to have those conversations on our podcast. Yep to speak from their context as well. Yep. Why? Because I think it's valuable for us to just stay in a bubble and say like our bubble is our bubble means that we don't get to understand how we speak to the other people. How do you inspire somebody from California, from a mega church who comes out here to visit and you're leading worship and they just, all of a sudden they go, I have to be here. I have to serve here. God's calling me here. Yeah. Well, part of that I think is when they come out here, if the only context I know is the one that I'm in right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be able to speak to that person who's used to California. Right. And so, you know, but, 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 you know, like that's, that's a God thing. God's going to call them here. Yep. It's not my, my job or responsibility. Yep. However, it is my responsibility to, to, uh, as Paul says, you know, like when in Rome, be as the Romans. And so, you know, you, you want to be able to communicate effectively to other people who, who come into our bubble or when you go to their bubble, how do For you sure. behave? Yep. And, and I think that that's something that I want to be able to, uh, talk about equipping in our podcast yep. by, by experiencing that from other, other areas of other, you know, other bubbles. Absolutely. You know, bubbles. So, but anyway, uh, enough about bubbles. I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we keep saying it. So, all right. So, well, we hope you, uh, we hope you keep tuning in. We're going to aim to record every other week. So I can, uh, I can assume that we'll release episodes about every other week, uh, is, is where we'll aim to be. So, uh, I guess like this is an opportunity for us to just go ahead and close out this time and invite you to join in the conversation for next time. So in that, in that moment, one of the things that, I, that we were doing toward the end of our, our first stint there was praying, praying it out. So I think that that's something that we definitely should keep. You sure? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, let me pray for us. All right. Father, we thank you so much for today. God, we thank you for the worship leader, for the, uh, the person tuning into this podcast and who's looking to... Um, get some encouragement. Um, Father, we pray that you encourage them and their family and their church uh, in the leadership position that, they've, that you call them to, whether they're standing on stage or sitting in the audience uh, leading, leading worship that way. Uh, God, we pray that you, pr- you provide encouragement uh, there. God, thank you for just the way and this technology that we have to be able to share with a bigger audience and the people that we might be able to meet on a day-to-day, uh, day-to-day time frame. But God, we're, we're so humbled and honored that you would use, uh, use this. Uh, would you send these words out? God, would you, would you speak through them and provide encouragement? God, if anything, to let somebody know uh, that you have made them to be enough. And uh, God, that you see them as, uh, as your child. And you want to know them and uh, have a relationship with them. Help them to know and be known. Uh, God, this, you're an amazing God. And we, we worship you for who you are. It's in your son's name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, okay. We'll see you next, uh, the next time. But uh, until next time, I'm Sean Patrick. Adam Richardson. Blessings. Thank you for listening to the Sons of Asaph Worship podcast. If you like the show, make sure to leave us a review and to subscribe. Connect with us on our Facebook page. See you next time. Thanks, Mom. Jesus, Jesus, Tiger King. Jesus, Jesus. (laughs) 